1: Steelers fans it's time once again for another episode of Bad Language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, the host of Behind the Steel Curtains, Bad Language, The Hangover, co-host of The Preview, and the host and co-host of Here We Go, the Steelers pregame show. It's good to be here once again for another episode of the show. Unfortunately, the Pittsburgh Steelers are putting us on that roller coaster once again of emotions, and they lose to the Baltimore Ravens, the dreaded Baltimore Ravens, 16 to 14. And you've got to understand, I could speak for Jeff Hartman, I could speak for Dave Schofield. We are residents of the old line state. We are here in Maryland. We are not in Charm City. Nope, we are away from Charm City, but we are in the state, and we've got to deal with purple and black and the attitude that comes with it sometimes. And this one is not going to feel good for many reasons. Why is that bad? Talk to me, daddy. Why bad? Why is this a bad feeling? Well, you lose Kenny Pickett right away. And maybe you shouldn't lose Kenny Pickett because the protection for Kenny Pickett was not good right away but this was fast penny kick penny, penny kick it <laughs> when he plays bad he could be penny kick it but Kenny Pickett was out of that game quickly and in comes Mitch and that's not what everybody was hoping for but Mitch came in and next thing you know he's throwing a 40 something ball to George Pickens and it looks pretty good and the guy knows how to throw the football he knows how to play but it ended with three interceptions. It ended with a block field goal. It ended with a porous run defense that let the Baltimore Ravens run all over them. So, if you want somebody to blame, this is the easiest blame game that you could ever have. This was a total team effort. This was a total team breakdown. The Steelers lost because the entire team lost this football game. Maybe not Kenny Pickett because he was in the blue tent and he was concussed. And you don't want to have concussions this early. Now, I do want to react to something that I saw yesterday. Somebody saying that, well, it looks like Kenny Pickett's fragile. My gosh, when you're an NFL quarterback in this league, you're going to go out. And it doesn't mean just because you get concussions. Getting dropped on your melon. You know what that means? That means that you've been hit hard, and that is what happens at this level. My gosh, not fragile. I, mean, I don't even believe a quarterback could even be called fragile at this point. They're taking the most abuse out of anyone, including running backs. Running backs, they're going to be fragile too, because they take abuse. I'm not good on wood here, but the fact that Najee Harris doesn't get hurt as much. Sure, he had a foot injury, but you got to think about it. Why are we calling people fragile at this at this rate? But Najee Harris is pretty tough. He played 17 games in his rookie season, and he hasn't missed much. I think I don't think he's missed a start in 2022. If I'm not mistaken, he may have missed one. But with that being said, you know if you're don't call these guys fragile my gosh if you're taking the abuse that these guys take every single day you're going to miss games and when you throw on an extra 17th game like they did in 2021 well you're gonna have more parody you are going to have more of an opportunity for guys to get hurt more of an opportunity for guys to play too like the benny Snells, like the jalen warrens these guys are gonna get beat up i mean tell me this in your job whatever it is it could be you could have a physical job and you would have the opportunity more for strains i mean my gosh my dad worked for fedex for years he didn't miss time for injury but he was hurting a lot that's lifting a lot of boxes off of that truck you guys helping him and everything but Guys, that's guys. That's a lot. Now throw the fact that you're a quarterback or you're a running back, and you're getting cracked every time you touch the ball, with the exception of a touchdown, and sometimes you're getting cracked on that touchdown, getting in to the end zone. That's ah, crazy. But the real thing to talk about today is how are you feeling emotionally as a Steeler fan? This has been. A wrenching year. It really has. You come out. Week one. And you beat. The Cincinnati Bengals. in Cincinnati. But. You have that. You don't have a peaceful easy feeling. You just have. A wretched uneasy feeling. Because. At the end of that game. You lose TJ Watt. And. You know what that means. Even before they lost all those games without TJ Watt. You know what it means not to have them. Then the next week, but you still got the win. And it feels good. And you know that controversy between Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky's coming. Mitch led them to the win. Mitch got credit for the win, deserved credit for the win. But you still had that feeling. Then comes the New England game, and then you're like, I'm down. Then it comes halftime of the New York Jets game, and Kenny comes in, and they're balling. He's absolutely balling, and they've got a lead. Then they blow it. Then they lose a few more games. Then in week six... Mitch has to come in for Kenny. They beat Tampa Bay. But what happens? Oh, I'll tell you what happens. There's controversy again. And everybody's like, well, maybe Kenny's not the right guy. But he went out with injury. And then you're saying, well, Mitch could be the guy. Then they lose dreadfully a couple weeks later in Week 8, just like they lost in Week 5 to the Buffalo Bills, to the Philadelphia Eagles, and it was like, well, this team's terrible. Everybody wanted Najee Harris out of town because he was a dancer. The Philadelphia defense is tough. You know, that's a game that even if you were a playoff contender, that you're probably going to lose. Then you get the bye. Then you win a couple games. Then you lose to Cincinnati, so it's over again. Then you win. You win two games. You beat, even though it's the likes, it's the likes of teams like who did they who did they beat? Atlanta, Indianapolis. I'll beat on the road. That's great. But when that happens, you're like, all right, there's a chance now. You're no man's land. You're kind of out of that top five pick, which is fine. And then there's a possibility of a playoff victory. No, no, excuse me, an entrance to the playoffs. And you know, deep down, that's not going to happen, but you have a feeling you could beat the Ravens. Then you find out Lamar Jackson's down. And I cautioned everybody. A lot of people cautioned everybody saying, hey, just because Lamar's not in there, Tyler Huntley is a pretty good quarterback. But they they beat Tyler Huntley yesterday. Then you have Anthony Brown coming in. I I just had to learn his name on the fly. I had no idea who this guy was. That didn't matter either. But they had the running game going, and you could not stop it to save your lives if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. You could can blame Canada for everything you want to blame. You can blame the offensive line. You can blame everything on offense. But don't give the defense a pass because the defense was healthy. It was a healthy defense. And they just could not beat that team. But bad daddy, what are you going to do when you have a team coming in like the Pittsburgh Steelers and they're playing the Baltimore Ravens and they have a chance? I'm telling you a chance to go forward. Well, they didn't. They did not. And that's the thing to talk about, man. That's where you look in the mirror and you find out who this team is. And T.J. Watt comes out and says, hey, we didn't do everything we were supposed to do. Mike Tomlin says that in the press conference. We didn't do what had to be done. Who's responsible for that? And I know everybody All you keyboard warriors, everybody on the talk shows, you're going to blame who you want to blame, and that's fine. You want the coach fired again? That's fine. Didn't want him fired the last couple weeks. But you want him fired again, and you're throwing all this stuff out. But maybe the team's just not good enough. Maybe we've got to be patient. But we go on this roller coaster, and they put us on this roller coaster. And the reason we're on this roller coaster is we believe in this team. Even when it's bad. I was watching the game yesterday and I was just shaking my head. And I watched a lot of it on my phone. Actually, I watched the whole thing on my phone. And my kids are, because I was in an event, but I was still able to pay attention to the game. And my kids are asking me, Dad, what's wrong? I'm like, ah, it's the Steelers. They're stinking. I didn't say the Steelers stink, I, which I very well could have. But they had an opportunity to win that game. They lost it with interception one. They lost it with interception two. They lost it with interception three. They lost it on third down constantly. When J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards were eating their lunch and making them give give you their lunch money too. They wanted tomorrow's lunch money. And they took it, and the Steelers were able to give it to them because they owned. They owned the Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday on defense. They owned them on offense. The interceptions were lazy. I know Mitch was trying to get stuff done. The play calling was lazy yesterday because the problem with Matt Canada's play calling First half play calling good, but when Mitch Trubisky comes in or when you're dealt any wrench in there, if there's any fly in the ointment, Matt Canada does not adjust. And I hope the Pittsburgh Steelers look at that. There's a possibility, and I am not joking with you. What This is week 14. You've got four more games. Four more games. Carolina. Las Vegas, the Ravens at the Ravens, in Cleveland. And three out of those four are very winnable. And you're all you all get mad if they finish eight and nine because they're gonna have a low draft pick. But once again, don't care about draft picks. But they're going to still win some games this season. But the games that they lose are more. And it's way too much. This team has talent. Now, we're on the down end of the roller coaster. The emotions are driving us crazy. We know that. But then you turn around and you think, okay, they're going to win. The night. I'm going to feel good. How good are you going to feel? Me, I'm going to feel good. A win is a win is a win. You feel great about it. But where you got to feel good is where this team's going. And if they, Approach the draft just right. And approaching the draft just right means not only getting guys for the future, but getting guys that could help right away. I think you got to go offense and defense right away. you got to get somebody on that offensive line. You've got to get somebody on that defensive line in the trenches. Maybe that's free agency. You got to get somebody in that secondary and you got to get somebody in the middle of the field at linebacker. When you have Minka Fitzpatrick and Terrell Edmonds leading the team in tackles, double digit tackles, that's a problem. Because that means you are getting penetrated. And that's not a good thing, my friend. Not a good thing. So the roller coaster of emotions. Going to continue, and we know they're going to continue. But that's just facts, Daddy. That is. It it really is. And that's going to continue to happen. But we've got to accept the roller coaster this year. Just like that roller coaster in 2003. We accepted it. Then Ben Roethlisberger comes in. You get your stud. Here's the good thing. You have your quarterback. You might say, but bad. Do we have our quarterback? Don't say that. Kenny Pickett is the guy. I was watching Ben Roethlisberger and James Harrison talk about it on the show last week. Kenny Pickett is that guy. I would have loved to have seen what Kenny Pickett would have been able to do against the Baltimore Ravens full time. I think he would have had 100 yards rushing. But you know you could win that game with field goals. Getting one blocked is a problem. Who's that on? Is that on Boz? Is it on Hassenauer? Is it on Kuntz? You don't know. I mean, you can blame. Me. we're looking at the films already, like the Zabruder film. And you can blame who you want to blame on it. Some were saying he got a little he was way too low. I kind of think Matthew Wright should have been in that game one more week. But hindsight's twenty twenty, so I'm not going to give myself that. We don't know. Matthew Wright could have blown it, too. But with that being said, this is your roller coaster. This is it. You're going to continue to be inconsistent with your emotions because the Pittsburgh Steelers are forcing that upon you with the way they are playing each and every week. I'm just hoping this is the ground floor and year two is going to be much better of this ground floor for anybody that's saying, Hey, you spent all this time blaming Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I know. I know. And I apologize. Say that. But do you really want Ben Roethlisberger in there right now? How much better would it have been? Maybe two more games. Maybe they win two more games then they are a playoff team at this point. But you still have the uncertain future. At least with Kenny Pickett, you know that this is the dawn of a new day. Just got to get him out of that blue tent, right? Well, let's talk about inconsistencies and talk about our calls. Hey, we keep ourselves accountable here at BTSC and we're going to do it right after this with the accountability section of our show coming up next on what we like to call bad language.
2: Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The worst man you've seen. There
1: I am on the subway train. The I- Welcome back to part two of Behind the Still Curtains: Bad Language. I am Brian Anthony Davis here once again with you, and so glad to be talking Steelers. Ravens. Well, am I? Bad. What are you talking about? Okay, I'm not glad to be talking about Steelers-Ravens. I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad somebody's listening out there. I appreciate that. And if you're craving Pittsburgh Steelers news and knowledge, well, that's what BTSE is for. I hope you got a chance to check out Jeff Hartman in Let's Ride with the Winners and Losers from... The Steelers loss to the Ravens, 14 for the Steelers, 16 for the Ravens, a two-point loss. Yeah. Hope you get a chance to watch The Hangover or listen to The Hangover wherever you download your favorite podcast. I hope it's a Behind the still Curtain podcast. Please check us out. We have The Hangover coming up at 5 o'clock Eastern, or as Dave Schofield likes to say, 5 o'clock Pittsburgh time. That's when you will check that out. Great shows tomorrow. You're going to have from the cutting room floor. You're going to have the fix. You're going to have the scobro show. And then Wednesday morning, another let's ride before you go into the Steelers war room with Matty Peverell at noon. Then another know your enemy, a very special know your enemy. Carolina Panthers coming up. Former Steeler, former Panther, Dwight Stone. Is slated to be on the show. That should be a dandy. So de- definitely check us out. But one thing we do here at BTSC: we are accountable for everything that we say. You know, others will say something, make a prediction, and then just go away. They go away, it's over. You know, no, nah, I didn't say that. We do it. We're we're not ashamed to say where we made the picks right and wrong because hey if we were perfect on the picks we'd be in Vegas and not here we'd be in a cabana living the life high roller suite me Jeff Hartman and Dave Schofield just going through the casino like bosses that would that would just be amazing but we're not so let's talk about it let's first go to the staff picks as seen editorially on Sunday on BTSC, and you can get that every game day. You can see what the F is thinking. Jeff Hartman 20 to 16. Dave Schofield 20 to 16. Steelers. Ah, they got the 16 right for the Ravens, but not good. Some idiot Brian Anthony Davis went 26 24. He thought 30 points were going to be scored in this game. And in halftime, it kind of looked like that was a possibility, but no. Hardly any scoring in the second half of the game. KT Smith went with the Ravens. Excuse me, the Steelers to beat the Ravens 20-17. to Jeffrey Benedict went Steelers 23-15. Rich Schofield 23-21. Everybody liked the Steelers in this game except for, wait for it, Shannon White. Ravens 16, Steelers 13. He was off by one. Absolutely amazing off by one point. Jeremy Betts, 20 to 10 Steelers, Bradley Locker, 23-16 Steelers, and Kyle Christ 16 to 13 in overtime, which hey, not bad. Steelers 16-13, though he came close on the score, but wrong way around. So Shannon White, big winner at 16 to 13. Even though we're all losers because the Steelers lost, he came closest to the score. One point, absolutely amazing. So let's go ahead and take a look at my bold and bizarre predictions. Uh, Getting cornier every single week, but let's see what happens here. Art Rooney, too, corners Ravens owner Steve Bishotti and chides him because crabs are way up in price. And the price of the pierogi remains reasonable, daddy. The two owners may, well, they put their differences aside, and the affordable Krabberogi is born. The wagers made the winner of today's game gets to debut the delicacy first at their home venue. So if this indeed happened, go to m and Bank Stadium in 2023, and you will get the Krabberogi first. Ben Roethlisberger calls a press conference to remind Kenny Pickett that he has beaten the Ravens a lot. I don't know if that really happened. Ben's been really supportive of Kenny Pickett. I just like this joke. I think it's just funny. If you listen to football, footballin' very good show, by the way, you should be listening to BTSC podcast first thing, go to footballin'. I know you're not going to do that, but eh, I'll give him a plug. So anyways, uh, Kenny Pickett, he's been very, he's been very good with Kenny Pickett and very supportive. But I, like I said, I enjoy having Ben's press conferences that never happen. Piggy goes 22 for 34. Do I even need to go in? Um, he did stretch his interception free streak to four games, though. He did not throw an interception. He threw one pass because he got knocked out. But there you go. Pat Fryermuth catches 12 balls. He did not. Deontay Johnson leads the team in targets. Hmm. Very interesting. And he did with six targets on the day. I think Mitch Trubisky is a whole lot more comfortable with Deontay Johnson, but I did not have that in mind when I made that prediction. George Pickens catches a touchdown, and to celebrate the score, he brings out a cardboard replica of the Mona Lisa with the face cut out and his face replacing said Lisa. The epic painting was recovered 109 years ago. On this day, two years after it was stolen from the Louvre. I'd love to do my Yinzer accent. Jeff doesn't uh, really want me to do my Yinzer anywhere, but I'm going to do it here. Let me try this again. The The epic painting in that was recovered 109 years ago on this day, two years after it was stolen from the Louvre. The Louvre, the museum. There you go in that. All right, um, he didn't score a touchdown. He had three targets, three receptions. Not enough. Not enough. Not George's fault, but three targets, three receptions. Great day. He really, a lot of yardage. How many yards did George Pickens have? Well, I tell you what. He had that 44-yard pickup, I believe. 42-yard pickup. Three, three for 78. 26 average. George Pickens is the real deal. Jalen Warren doesn't score a touchdown. I'm going with reverse psychology. I guess I tell you what, Jalen looked good. It didn't seem like they went to him a lot. They were passing all day. But no, he did not score a touchdown. Najee Harris is going to have 60 yards on the ground, but scores a vital touchdown. He scored the touchdown. It could have been vital, but he only had 33 yards on the afternoon. Steelers get three sacks. Nah, they've got two. One by T.J. Watt. One by Highsmith. Nope. One by Cam. No Cam. Uh, T.J. actually got a half a sack. Terrell Edmonds and Cam Sutton intercept Tyler Huntley. No, did not happen. Steelers rushing defense falters as the Ravens run for over 200 yards on the ground. Yes, that prediction, sadly, is correct. Oh. What a very poor rushing defense day for the Pittsburgh Steelers, daddy. As they went for 215 yards on the ground and could not stop them in vital moments. 26-24, three field goals from Boz. Hey, if you could have got one field goal from Boz, you win that game. But he only had one attempt and it was a bad one being blocked. Blame whoever you want to blame on that one. Let's go ahead and, excuse me for that, bad. There's a cough button in that. Come on, daddy, cough button. Okay, I'm losing my Dusty roads. It's it's going away. Um, I might have to just be Brian Anthony Davis the rest of the time. Let's go ahead and look at my favorite part of the show. It is the preview crew, Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, Brian Anthony Davis. As we do the over... And the under, or the under-over, over-under, whatever you want to call it. Last week, the standings has me for the entire season, 48. Dave Schofield, 46. Jeff, 44. Yes, I am on top. Let's see how we do this week. Picket pass attempts, 28 and a half. I went with the over. Dave went with the under. Jeff went with the over. Dave gets it because he had one pass attempt. Pickens targets, five and a half. The boys went with the over. I went with the under. I get the points. He only had three, as we mentioned previously in this show. Steelers sacks, two and a half. Dave and Jeff get the points. They both took the under. I took the over. Only a two. Baltimore sacks. I took the over. Dave took the over. Jeff took the under. It was a two and a half. Well, Baltimore got two of Steeler quarterbacks. Steelers defensive takeaways, one and a half. Jeff took the under, we took the over. They had zero get a takeaway in that game. It's a different story. Possibly game over the over under was 37. Yes, it was over. I took the, uh, I took the over 26, 24 took 50 points. The boys took the under, they get the points. They both had 20 to 16. I had a push on the final score. They lost that. But if you look at it, Jeff Hartman, five. Dave Schofield, three. Brian Anthony Davis, two. That would mean that it is now 50. Brian, 49. Dave, Jeff, 49. And it could have been, it actually could have been 50, 50, 49 with Dave Schofield getting the extra. He wanted to have a fun over under and i gave him the opportunity to put that in there and he goes nope i'm not i'm not guessing cuz we both took the under we would have been wrong dave would have probably taken the over he would have been right and but he doesn't get credit for it because he would not commit dave you've got to commit on that daddy you've got to daddy when you think you've got a hunch daddy you go ahead and do it and you did not so what was it It was the over and under at two and a half of how many quarterbacks would be taking snaps in this game. We took the under, like I said, and Dave would have probably taken the over. He was right. He had a hunch. Go with your hunch, Dave. Go with that hunch. Oh, boy. Look, Steelers have a big game next week. We got Dwight Stone on the network this week. We had Daniel Wilcox of the Ravens. Great guest, by the way. We had him last week, continuing to get great guests on the show. So check out Know Your Enemy this week. But all I'm going to say is believe that there's a course for this team. It might not lead to the playoffs. It might might not lead to a top five pick, but good things are happening and they are building something. So you want to be with BTSC as we highlight everything. Steelers going forward. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This is the show that we call Bad Language. And as always, I ain't apologizing for nothing.
2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com.
0: Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?